Hello everybody and welcome to this wonderful audio presentation that is What's the Story Podcast. My name's Danny Murray. And I'm Graham Merrigan. How are you, Graham? Good, how are you then? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well, all things considered. Um I had um I had my experience at a at a hairdresser's on Monday and uh it wasn't easy. I wouldn't imagine so. I'd like to hear more about it. Before we do, just because he, he, I'm sure he'll jump in himself, given he's part of the furniture now. So would you mind just telling people who has joined us today? Uh, who has joined us is our very, very good friend, very popular friend. What's the story podcast? Lead correspondent mm. from, from Arklow, County Wicklow, originally Ballyrack. The one and only Gary Mackle. Evening, guys. Good evening, Gary. How are you? Did you like, did you like that intro from me, Gary? Yeah, um, originally from uh, Kalini, actually, but I left away with it. Okay, so um, yeah, yeah the, I was in a barber's today actually with a uh, young Charles Macmillan Gogarty Mackle, and um, <laughs> it is it's a whole new experience. Um, you're going in, you're you're sanitizing, you're masking up, you're getting your uh, the cape, the plastic cape over. It is it's it's a totally new thing, but I think it's a good thing. Yeah, no, um, I, yeah, absolutely, it's good. I wasn't, I wasn't complaining. Just to be clear, um, I put the face mask on, but I had a big thick hoodie on as well that I never took off, and I was fucking sweating afterwards. I would say so. Yeah, I um, I opted to to not go into the first week of this return to work for Barbara. As I said, now I'll be, I, I don't know, I just didn't feel comfortable uh, mm. getting involved in that sort of rush. But uh, that that sounds like a favourable enough report from you two. Yeah, I did it. I, yeah. I, I booked yeah. an appointment. Mm. Yeah, I might go. I might go in next week. I got I got Oksana to give me a COVID cut there while the barbers were on their extended break. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I might might go in next week. We'll see what happens. I think, it, I think it's fair to say that Gary probably won't be going to the barbers anymore because he's doing it at home. Mm. Yeah, I I um I had a beard trimmer, so I I done a couple of cuts with that, and then I bought a razor. So, and I mean, unfortunately, my hairline now is literally, you, you just shave it. You won't be doing much else with it. Um, I, I think it suits you, girl. I think, and especially with the beard, like, I think, I think you're looking oh, dapper. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I should look at it. I should have done it years ago because mm. uh, I, I look great. But I bought, um, I bought, uh, Amazon is a nightmare when you're in lockdown because you just keep going on and buying shit. But I bought, um, do you know the things that barbers use? You put a real sharp blade in it. And you mm. get your sharp line around your beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought one of them. Brilliant, brilliant product. They're, Great. they're one of the things that I that I enjoy most about the barbers, to be honest with you, because mm. you can't mm. you can't get that at home. You can't. Well, now you can. You've found, but like, yeah, big fan of that. That kind of even like the feel of it, but it's more so yeah. the, the 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 look afterwards. Yeah, I always, it's, I always it's, decline it. Well, that's because you know you're the tramp, Graham. So. <laughs> You always go a little bit too uh, low on your moustache part of your beard, Meryl. That's right. I'm looking at you there now. It's very lesbianic. It's <laughs> <laughs> taken after Mark, so it's... Lesbianic. But yeah, no, like Amazon. Today, Pardon? I've done that today. I gave myself... They don't do beard trims in, in the barbers anymore. What? So, yeah, they don't COVID. because of COVID, your your beard is covered up, so they don't go near your beard. Jeez, <gasps> I never considered. Well, I don't feel as bad because 
I didn't have the heart to say to my barber today, listen, I'd be, I'm not coming back, but I'd be bringing Charlie back, you know. And did Charlie um, get his beard done? Charlie's five, man. But I, Jesus, if they're not doing beards, which are that's fucking perfect. There's my excuse. Happy days. Yeah. How long do you think this will last, lads? Until there's a vaccine. What the face mask situation and they're kind of queuing up to get into shops and yeah, I I think it's um, I hate this new normal because there's nothing normal about it. You know what I mean? But I think uh, get used to it, lads. That's all I'd say. And I can tell you one thing. There's not a fucking prayer that I won't be doing any sort of Christmas shopping in a shop this year. It'll be all online. Not Absolutely, a fucking yeah. chance. Mm. Jesus Christ. Trying to, we, we were queuing to get into fucking home base last week. Ridiculous. Mm. Like, I mean, mm. yeah, no. I, I, what did you get in home base, Danny? Uh, we went in to get a few bits. We actually bought a saw, Graham. We, were, uh, we have a table, <laughs> an old table that we're dismantling and we're breaking it down into smaller bits of wood that can then be used in a fire situation for a friend of ours who has one of those wood-burning stoves. Oh, very good, yeah. Very good. Yeah, there you go now. Yeah. So, um, I've Did never you chop the table yet? Uh, well, we didn't, we didn't chop it as such. We just we, we dismantled it, you know, uh, as responsible adults. We actually used Allen keys and screwdrivers and dismantled it properly and then I took a hammer to it and smashed it to bits. <laughs> So, uh, you know, Oxana done most of the work, to be fair. I am I am the worst person in the world when it comes to any form of DIY at all. Uh, so, thankfully, Oxana is actually a lot handier. They must teach it in spy school or whatever school she went to in Russia. And um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she she managed to just fly through it all, and I just stood there for moral support, to be quite honest with you. Good man. Chivalry is alive and well. Oh, listen, listen. I'm, I'm a dab hand with the Hoover, though. I will say that much. Good man. What Hoover do you have? It's, it's, a, it's a Hetty Hoover. It's Henry's Hetty? sister. Yeah, it's Henry's sister. Do you know little red oh. Henry? There's yeah. a pink There's a pink version called Hetty. And allegedly, she's the version that you use if you have pets who are quite heavy on shedding. Oh, I'm not. I, I have to admit, we're two years into Hetty's life and she hasn't fucking proved that to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, well, like, yeah. You, uh, you, uh, a good Hoover is a, always a great investment. It is. I won't I won't give your man Dyson the satisfaction of giving him 400 euros for a Hoover. No, he's a Not prick. A yeah. yeah. Do you know who else is a prick? Neil Richmond. Oh, lads. I'm doing that what deliberately. I'm doing that deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I quite I, like him. Go on, of course I do, Graham. I think he's quite smug. That's exactly why I like him. I, I know. I tell you what it I is. I think we'd do better if there were more people like him uh, in, in, in the doll. Oh, here you are. You're, you're playing Danny, into a character. He can't Danny. be fucking serious. No, he can't be. He's not. Danny I, hates I, being a guy. I came across him, uh, not literally, um, <laughs> on the Tonight Show, just after the the last election and I didn't know who he was and then his banner came up Neil Richmond Fine Gael. and I thought right well I don't like you and then I kept listening to him and then I'd seen some stuff in the preceding weeks that he'd been tweeting and stuff and I thought to myself Jesus you're a prick I think I attacked him in February or March on on Twitter but I'm after having a go with him today because anything that I see him tweeting it's all just point scoring against Sinn Féin and like politicians have the point score online now I completely understand that but I mean with him it's real 
this is all you have to offer. It's, a, it's point mean? scoring. The, the, the one you're talking about, that was point scoring for over a funeral. Do you get a fucking yeah, grip? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I've made a decision today um, that the next time, I'm, I'm probably blocked actually, but the next time he does annoy me, um, I'm going to put out a rumour that he uh, attacked a, a girl and hit her with a bottle in Bondi Beach in, in 2002. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gary. Uh, WTS pod would like to distance itself from Gary Mackle's comments there we've absolutely <laughs> no evidence that he hit her with a bottle we heard it was his fist um, <laughs> to be fair to, to be fair Neil Richard we've no evidence of that lad satire satire um, to be fair Roy and, and I agree on the political point scoring thing but should politicians not be calling each other out for not being responsible in a global pandemic and not adhering to social distancing guidelines no, they should, but when a colleague of yours has been in Brussels and in the Dáil on the same day, mm. you can't be really I, commenting. It's not about what about you, it's about hypocrisy. I, lads, I, I have it on good authority that Neil, being the upstanding member of society that he is, had a quiet word privately with, with, with his colleagues in Fianna Gael about their missteps in, in the social distancing debacle. Really? Yeah, out of private word of them and said, cop yourselves on now. Are you um, taking the piss? Um, Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer, you're one um the you're one that won the Finnegal T D C in, in our constituency, Dunleary Rat Down. Um Jennifer McCarroll McNeil or Carol McNeil, I think it is. Like she had a go at the same funeral and she was in the front page of the mirror, not adhering to social distancing. And like Richard, kind of so like, the leader of their party was in the Phoenix Park with his fucking tits out, having fucking uh, uh, non-alcoholic rosé. Ad- adhering to social guidelines in a group of four people in outdoors. And Jennifer, I have clearly, it on good authority. There was actually eleven of them. <laughs> and Jennifer was clearly tired, Graham, and decided to just rest on a bench. She couldn't help the two people sat down beside her. Yeah, no, I just think Look, I, I think tomorrow. The, the moral here is for anybody in any walk of life, practice what you preach. And mm. if you're going to be telling people to social distance and to make sure you're doing it yourself. And by the same token, it's probably none of your business mm. in the first place. I think, lads, I think we'll be a lot better off in 2022 when Leo's back in the hot seat, personally. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good night. He's minding you. <laughs> he hates being a girl. He's minding you. He's trying to I'm play up sick, the character to the listeners. Leave sick him. to my teeth of that fucking party. I remember my father, Lord Reston, about 20 years ago, saying to me, never, ever, ever vote for Fine Gael. Mm. And I voted for Fine Gael after the recession because I wanted to, to punish Fianna Fáil. Um, and I think we've learned the hard way, really, because they are absolute Tories. Would, would you be... A Fianna Fáil voter, a heart car. Years ago, I would have been, yeah. Mm. Uh, that was purely based on Bertie Ahern buying me points up in the Druid's chair years ago. <laughs> 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 Is that true? Yeah, years ago, yeah. We, we were, myself and Fiddle were in the darky, uh, young Fianna Fáil coming. Um, we would have been, we would have been with Cormac Devlin a good bit. Mm. Carm- Cormac's a man for a drink years ago. But um, 
Yeah, but like I think I've I did hear somebody comment during the last election, like Ireland's probably one of the only countries in the world where you have to you know, it's nearly like picking your football team and you can never change your mind, like which is silly, really. It is, yeah. It um, is. It's a bit mad. I, I don't know, I've like I don't want to get too far into the politics thing because it's you know people are probably sick of it already and all that. But I've always said that if or, well, forget me saying it. The, the, I can't remember who said it, but it's that whole thing of any man who's not a socialist in his twenties has no heart. Any man who's still a socialist in his forties has no brain. Like your politi- <laughs> your political allegiances have to change over time because otherwise you're just mm-hmm. not. You know what I mean? At some point in time, you're not either asking yourself a hard enough question. Or you've got blind faith in something. There's no such thing as perfection, and that mm. that applies to politics more so than anywhere. Yeah, my my whole issue with it now though is we're, what we're seeing is these posh students uh, with no mm. life experience becoming ministers of certain sections, and I just think it's mm. mental. I mean, for years I used to give out about um, you know over a thirty year span, you'd have a politician, then you would have their son or their daughter coming into the fray, but at least they can go back on somebody who had this experience and, you know, you're recycling somebody's experience over years. I mean, Simon Harris is, is study, was studying journalism and then he becomes, you know, Minister mm. Minister for Health. I mean, that's that's like putting me in charge of um, engineering army tanks or something. You know what I mean? It's fucking if, crazy. If you were to be engineering or designing army tanks, Gar, what one improvement would you make to them? The colour would have to go. <laughs> the colour would have to go. Is it, is it that green isn't, it, it doesn't get people's blood pumping in a war situation, is it? Yeah, but can you imagine in the middle of, God love them, Palestine, mm. and there's a a pink and teal army tank floating down the road. That's more of an impact. But it would certainly torn heads. Yeah, uh, Palestine, God love them. Jesus, the world's a shit show. It is a shit show, and it's it's not got any better given recent events in football that I think we'll avoid for obvious reasons. And I'd just like to say hello to my cousins Michael and Keith if they're listening. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Michael and Keith Murray. Uh, absolute tramps. I, 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 I want to point out before we move on that I've actually never uh, changed from my politics going into 30s. Now, carry on. Like I say, Graham, any man who's still a socialist is has no brain. So, there you go. Yeah, well, shove it up your hole, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, lads, I tell you what. Uh, what, like, what, what do you make of, you know, football being back, sport returning in various... Formula One is back this weekend. Rugby's being back in New Zealand for a couple of weeks with crowds and everything because New Zealand got the whole thing right. What, what's, what's your take on what we're seeing so far? Gary, I'll happy, go to you first. Happy that the football's back um, and that there's a couple of matches on in the evenings, you know, one at mm. six and one at eight. Um, you know, I still think the Premier League should have been expunged for obvious reasons. but <laughs> I It'll always be tainted, won't it? Yeah, it's, it's an 18th and a quarter title for them. Yeah. Um, I just think... I'm more interested in when fans will be allowed back in stadiums. I don't think it'll be next season. I can't um, see it. Yeah, like, like you were saying at the start, as long as there's no vaccine, it's very hard to see how, you know, because even if they were to do a thing where it's like only every fourth seat 
in every third row or something could be sat in. People just won't. The second there's a goal, people jumping on each other and fucking all sorts. Yeah, but yeah, England's yeah. a shit show as well, though. England itself is an absolute shit show, so... Oh, here he comes. Look, here he comes now. That won't happen in Tala. They'll all behave themselves. Go on. Go on. No, I'm saying England is a shit show for the coronavirus, so how will they all of a sudden be able to bring fans back? I don't think... I think it's a, it's a long, long way off, like... Yeah, but don't forget, the English tend to do things arseways anyway, so they'll probably let the stadiums fill up in August, herd immunity yeah. and all that. Um, <laughs> it's amazing how they roll back on that, isn't it? And they act like they never said it. To, to go back to the original question, I, mm. I, I do think it's good that sport is back from a selfish point of view. Should it be back? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm Mero, the SSE Electricity League is returning at the end of July. You must be happy so. Or it's Happy, yeah, but then the FBI have said now that they're reviewing the process in which that decision came. So who the okay, fuck knows no. what's going on now? So will like you know obviously yeah it, it, if that's up in the air then I presume there hasn't really been anything or at least I haven't seen anything but I haven't looked um, around will matches be televised will because obviously there's going to be no crowd so the, the best I heard in discussions was that there'd be some sort of stream available and it okay. would be down to the clubs themselves I think um, <laughs> I know last season I know was it earlier in the season or last season a couple of clubs uh, did like a, a package of streaming uh, matches yeah that was last season wasn't it was it last season was that was that to do with SS electricity or was it to do with the clubs no I think that was I, I don't know I was the honest answer but I presume it was to do with the clubs and trying to uh, generate more revenue and sort of show the FEI and probably the Irish TV stations that there is a demand and that people will watch it but yeah so they, it could be along those it could be along those lines yeah, I think was it. I can't remember who was it. I don't think it was Con Murphy. Was it? Um, By the oh, time the football's back, the League of Ireland's back, you're allowed 500 at an outside gathering. So I don't know how that's going to work. Like nah, there are yeah, there are clubs they, in the first division that wouldn't even get 500 at the matches, so they might be okay. But in the Premier Division, you're talking yeah, no, average I, I, crowds I, of like 1500, 2000. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's 500 outside if they can adhere to some form of social distancing, isn't it? And I just don't see how you can do that in a stadium. Right, no, you can't do it. You can't do it in a stadium. There's no way. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that's world. the main sporting body's concern at the minute, getting fans back in. Mm, no. I think it's getting, getting, you know, competitions finished, etc. Um, you know, and, and basically it all, it, and it, certainly in the Premier League, it all came down to they needed to, you know, get to the ends of the earth so they didn't have to give the broadcasters a rebate. Mm. Um, so what's the story with the Premier League is next season starting in August like yes so when this when when this round of fixtures is finished the last what what are we back down to now kind of six seven games Mm. I think there is a two week break and then straight back into it it's Europe though there's the the yeah there's still Europa League and Champions League League. yeah Yeah, so they have to finish up and then so we football every week now until next May like I think I think I think there's a like a two week window where there won't be anything, and then the European competition start and the yokes the, the leagues then kick back off late on in September. Um, UEFA requested um, that all the uh, domestic leagues were finished no later than August two. Yeah. So so they could get sold. August and two. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with that? August two. I've never heard yeah. anyone ever say that before. Jeez. Clearly, it comes after August 1, Graham. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> it's not, 
Snow he is settled now. Just, 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 just so you know, Meadow, your pod is on my screen. And it looks you, like yeah, you, have, you, you have a finger up your crevice. <laughs> you were frozen <laughs> on mine for a little while there as well, but you're back now. Yeah, Always fucking him. I'm telling you now, I tell you. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What's 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 your problem with August 2, Graham? Just out of curiosity. I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think it's a laughing matter. <laughs> August the Great One, named after the Roman uh the Roman Emperor, Augustus, of course. That the the lad you have tattooed in your calf? No, I don't have uh any particular individual tattooed on my calf, Graham. Thank you. <laughs> what do you have tattooed in your calf? I have um a, a, Ro- a legionnaire's helmet, sword and shield. Thank you. Oh, your right. classical studies era. It is, yeah, that's that's from when I was in my peak classical studies moment. I still enjoy picking up an old classics book or watching an old that's documentary. Like, that's like my Dusty Rose tattoo me back. That's it, that's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard, hard times no more, what? <laughs> 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 um, can I just ask, Gary, is it true for the last six years running you've walked around uh, dusty roads pajamas for Christmas every year? Yeah, and underwear. <laughs> it was Roddy Piper last year. Roddy Piper, yeah. Um, oh, speaking man. of tattoos, lads, I'm going to be getting some tattoos on my shins. Interesting. Yeah, what? because no, I have alop- I, yeah, I have alopecia on my shins. Um, like, literally no hair. As you know, like you've probably seen them, um, and like I, I'm pensive about wearing shorts socially. So, right, I think if I get the shins done, I feel better. So that's going to be starting why, soon. Why, why, why don't you trust yourself in shorts, Gar? I know I've I've wore I've wore jeans or or long pants once since the beginning of lockdown. I've been shorts yeah. every day since. And I and I like yeah. middle of December I'd wear shorts like. Mm. I just if I'm in Tesco's or a shopping centre or something and I and I'm in shorts, mm. even when we're away on holidays, I see people looking at my legs like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Um, and I'm looking at like women would pay top money to have shins this smooth. Yeah, yeah. Um, now it's 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 a common thing with men, but I just, it, <laughs> I just it's a, it makes me a bit unsettled. The ta- tattoos on the shin would be. You're you're nearly directly on bone now. That'll be, mm. you know, it'll be tense. Mm. Like, what are you getting done, you're ta- Gary? You're talking to a man who enjoys a kick cat up the the Barry Allen, so a bit of pain <laughs> on the shin won't be a problem. Um, <laughs> kick over up the up the Barry Allen. Um, it just came into my head. I'm going to get uh, a United, <laughs> small United crest somewhere. I'm going to get... Um, You're 40, Gary. You're getting football crest on your team. <laughs> yeah. Football I'm crest. 47. Hop on to 47. Um, <laughs> You're 40. You're getting football crest. It's a, it's a case of filling them up. It's, a, it's like... I, I don't want anything in particular. Do you know what I mean? Um, you just gonna, get a paintbrush or something tattooed on your chin. No, I'm gonna get you know, I somewhere. I'm gonna get then in writing. Is there an issue? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna get, um, I I like the idea of something to do with dog the bounty hunter maybe. 
<laughs> what? Getting his hair or something? Just, yeah, I don't know. Something like that, maybe. Um, Does the other half know about this tattoo idea? Yeah, she's she's full on. She's encouraging it, yeah. Is there a particular reason Dog the Bounty Hunter will be featuring on your lower leg? I don't know. It's just floating around in my head, you know? So it's not that he's specifically your favourite of all the bounty hunters or anything like that. It's just... I would have a lot of time for anyone, man, who has to, who wears heels as high as that goes. <laughs> but uh, just, yeah, they're, they're the ideas bouncing around, you know. So are you going to cover your from your knee down on both legs or is it just the front? No, it's, it's my shin, Graham. My shin. So you're looking at a six metre, six inch... Um, six metre. <laughs> six inch uh, round cylinder to fill on each leg with, with, with some detail there'll be nothing in particular yeah that's yeah that's fair enough I've, I've been yeah, tying the a on it or something oh my there you go I could do yeah, yeah he loves yeah. Chikorito Danny oh and no. who wouldn't who wouldn't Moyes fucking ruined him the cunt excuse no, listen, me the listen there's there's a lot of things that have Moyes ruined you know mm-hmm. um, <laughs> his wife passed away recently and now he's married again Really? He married he married his son's ex-wife. Are you serious? Leyland's ex-wife, yeah. He ah, married her. Yeah. No yeah. way. But sure. The, 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 they're all uh, they're all tinkers Hello? on horseback. All that crowd in Hawaii. Hello? They're 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 mental altogether. Hello? Graham's gone again hey. there. He's frozen and all sorts, and now he's just shouting hello to be disruptive. What are you saying there about <laughs> horseback, Gary? He was just saying I that said, you're an awful bollocks, Graham. And that the hair on your face you, represents the mane you, on a horse's back. Danny, you've <laughs> terrible you've a terrible habit of showing off on Gary's hair. Now settle down, okay? Or I'll shut this down. What what will you shut down, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll shut down this call. Will you? I'll shut down this call. Go on then. We'll we'll still put out uh, some some content with, with or without you. Don't worry about you, that. You keep acting. You, you keep think acting. You are Bono. Excuse, excuse me, Graham. You keep acting the hard man, and this podcast will be brought to the people by Danny Murray and Gary Mackle going forward. Thank you. <laughs> as as has been requested in the past. I'm I hasten to add. Danny, now. <laughs> I hasten to add. <laughs> are you going to be getting um, any tattoos removed? Perfect. <laughs> Will you be getting any tattoos removed? Absolutely not. I don't know what you're hinting at there. With you your have fucking any... Westlife haircut. <laughs> Do you have any existing artworks on your bodyguard? Yeah, I do. Um, I was 17. <laughs> when I went up to and... Dublin with a fistful of money. <laughs> I went up to Bray, actually. Aptitude, was it? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I got yeah. mine done, yeah. And I uh, <laughs> I don't particularly want to talk about it, if that's okay. <laughs> tell us, tell us, Gary. The listeners will want to know. You'll save yourself an awful lot of questions on social media, I feel. All right, look, I got a Cliff Richard tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> No, I got a, I went up to get something on my shoulder and I didn't know what to get. So <laughs> um 
I was going through a Wolf Towns phase, so I was going to get the Irish flag with a machine gun going through it or something. <laughs> but, um, Jesus Christ. I got, uh, I started out with Gem at the time, so I got Gem in Chinese writing on my shoulder. Um, <laughs> and now, now you can't actually even make it out anymore, but uh, I remember showing my uh, father, Lord rest him, and uh, he said to me, what a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get it in Chinese, right? I don't look at it like just just one of those things you do. Like you have my I had said to you before, I didn't really my brain didn't really develop till I was about twenty-four. Do you know what I mean? Like I pissed to bed when I was seventeen. Look without I mean, drink. Yeah, I mean, look. What do you mean your brain didn't develop until you were 24? Like, I just had no cop on. Uh, I was like a fucking starfish going around, you know, just absolute gambian. Like. And what anyway. was it that, what would the gem mature you or what, what was it that matured you? No, you probably laugh at me here, but to, when I started um, working in... Um, the first pain store I worked in it was so well ran that my brain just went into tune with being in a system and working to a system and using your noggin um, and I just kind of my brain clicked into place it was like the cells in my body needed a bit of silicone to ping them to the brain and along came a big tube of tech 7 and off I went Big, and I've big. been a roaring success since. Can I help you? <laughs> uh, Who's that, Gary? Ella. Which which one is it's the in troublemaker? The hot <laughs> which one is the troublemaker at a bunch car? Um Ella, definitely. Probably her, yeah. <laughs> a lot of added, a lot of attitude. Um yeah. starting to blare music as well. And how how old is Ella? And Oh, okay, right. So getting to that phase yeah. where she thinks she knows better kind of thing. Yeah, thinks smoking yeah. doesn't kill and shit like that, you know? Yeah, Graham hasn't grown out of that phase yet. <laughs> no, he hasn't. I mean, anybody who, who wears uh, Rubbish and Rick Rude vests hasn't really grown up. <laughs> 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 Rubbish and Rick Rude vests. Do your kids respect you? No, no. And how was homeschooling? It was fine in the main, but like there'd be like Charlie's five, so he could be doing lines of letters or lines of a word. Mm. And you want to get it done quickly because you want to go about your day. And he'll do a load of them perfectly, and one of them will just go to shit. And then the next few after that will be fine, like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just get it right the first time. Ella, Ella what was giving a, What did he say to you when just, you said that? He doesn't give a shit, or he just looks at you. There was no point in me giving a hand with homeschooling because they don't give a shite about what I say. But Ella got a. Charlie's five. Ella got. A, her teacher wanted her to do a, an essay on Leo Varadkar, so she's, she was excused from that immediately. <laughs> that was an on runner. Did she really? Yeah, yeah, but I, she wasn't doing it. No way. That's that's political propaganda from the school, surely. 
Possibly, yeah. I well, what I did say was to because you get an email from the school what they have to do. Mm. Um, I said to her, do a um, an essay on Bertie Ahern and send that back. But we just left it. And would would you have helped her with the Bertie essay, or would you have expected her to get on the Google bot and get to it? I would have done a, a video call to the man himself, and we could have got something over the line. I'm sure. How how has Bertie been in lockdown, guard? I haven't heard much from him as of late. Well, he's doing a lot of stuff with the UN mm. um, at the moment, a lot of peacekeeping <laughs> missions and stuff. But he he's also advising Turkey at the moment. Yeah, on, on I heard he was to... advising matches. Fucking Mick. What what do you Sorry, suggest, there, Graham? I heard he was advising matches, Mick. And what what do you mean well, by that, Graham, please? Graham, before you start driving, it was Bertie's regime who would have got. The access for buses for the likes of you, the likes of you and you're still bitching about them. No, it wasn't. Grant, can, was. can, can we just can we just rewind there? Mattress Mick is one of the finest members of Irish society. Can you just tell me what you mean by your comment, please? No, I can't elaborate, and I won't be elaborating. Okay, but if, if, ma- if, ma- if Mattress Mick picks up the phone to me after this episode goes live. And after he spends 10 minutes explaining to me why his Irish made mattresses are the best mattress- mattresses in all the land, <laughs> he starts to question your comments. What am I supposed to say to Mattress Mick? Just tell him it was a random comment and I'd apologise. Very well. very well. Hopefully he'll have listened forward so he'll, he'll have heard that bit and he, he won't bother picking up the phone to me now. He's a very yeah. hard man. He's a very hard man to get off the phone. He can, He's a finnegaler actually, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's where I met him. I met him at, a, at an art fest. <laughs> <laughs> oh god lads i'm watching there there's there's a house is being built at the back of my house and um there's is it a murder of crows is that what you call when a large number of crows gather together is it a murder i think it's a murder of crows i think that's what you call it never heard of that sign ever but, but this is do you know the way like it's a school of fish or whatever. Yeah. Mm. That kind of thing. I think it's a murder yeah. of crows. I'm, somebody will tweet us and tell us if I'm right or wrong at WTS pod. But there's a fucking lot of crows there. And I tell you, I'd be suspicious if I didn't know better. Like they're up to something. There's probably an animal on its last legs and they're waiting to peck away at it. That's quite possible. That is quite probably possible. Probably Danny's ours. What are you what are you suggesting there, Graham? <laughs> I'm suggesting they love this man of shit. They might come for your mouth, though, because you'll talk a lot of it. Oh! <laughs> you've, uh, you're not very boisterous on this call, Graham. Um, Danny, you know you're unruly neighbours. I do, Gary, yeah, unfortunately. I meant to say to you, um, I was actually going to contact you privately, but I'll say it to you now. Yeah. <laughs> but just wait, wait you just know, a reminder, just a reminder, Danny, What what's the story with your neighbours? I have neighbours who are they're very you couldn't approach them and they're quite antisocial in their behavior and um i've i've said it on the podcast before and i'll stand over the comments i believe that they're doing some sort of black market activity i don't believe they're tax compliant and um (laughs) i don't i don't fully trust the fact that i can't see into their back garden Everything everything is covered up i think there's something going on like is it a roof or what? What is? What's the story? Yeah, they, they have a series of elaborate sheds. Um, some of it with that corrugated metal kind of roof. 
some of them actual sheds, quite a large bush that doesn't need to be as overgrown as it is, quite frankly. Um, and they're, they're just unruly and loud, and there's a lot of power tools being used at unsociable yeah. hours. And um, yeah, they're, they're just they're just not not very. They wouldn't be the type of people that would join any sort of community things, you know. They think that they and own the entire estate. Are they are they renting or are they the owners? No, no, no. They they bought the house. They bought the house right. for, for for cash. I was told. Well, you know that you can contact the council, mm. the environmental section. This, yeah. Now you see, this is interesting uh, because we we did pursue that angle and things improved for a couple of months, and. Um, well, when I say we pursued it, I mean ourselves and some other neighbours who will rename nameless. And uh, there was a concerted effort, shall we say, amongst... So they're annoying other neighbours as well. Oh, listen, listen. The, 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 the entire area that I live in are aware of this family. Um, they'd be well known, shall we say. Um, oh. And oh. E- even to the point that the developers, we've we've talked to the developers of the, the, the estate about them. They've said there's, there's no point... You won't get anywhere with them. The best you can do is go to the council and see if they'll put some sort of enforcement in place. Um, he goes, you'll get a temporary bit of improvement, but they'll just go right back to square one. That's what they've been doing for the last number of years. Well, so they're, uh, what's your advice, Gary? Well, uh, I was going to say, if you go to the environmental section in, in the council, that'd be the department that deals with all that kind of shit. You know, what you'd really want is maybe to go to a TD as well. Well, well, this is it, um, and we, we have considered that option. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if these lads had politicians in their pockets. You know, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Now, that said, Charlie Flanagan is an upstanding member of society, and as he's in my constituency, and as I'm a card member of Fine Gael, I may call upon Charlie mm-hmm. as the former Minister for Justice to bring me some justice. But mm. I, don't, I don't want to break out the big gun. I'm a man of peace, you know. Yeah, and no, but is, there's are they, there's are they like their business in the play in the house or? As as I said, Graham, I, I believe they're not fully tax compliant and they're operating some <laughs> sort of black market facility there. There's there's a lot of trailers of turf coming and going, and I won't say more than that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and as, as I said, if the revenue commissioners are listening, um, they can contact this podcast, and I'll happily provide details. They'd know one of the. Uh particular members of this podcast as well, I'd imagine. That's exactly why I think they listen, Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did that what trip to Brazil get? go? How did that trip to Brazil go, Meryl? <laughs> <laughs> did the raffle ever take place? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, no, that's there's nothing worse than if next door are acting the the hydraulics. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. There's like there's a couple there's a couple of houses to one side of us that is it's just a wild west like. But then all your neighbours are lovely. There's one that's very mm-hmm. you wouldn't get a low out of him, but he does no harm. He keeps himself to himself, kind of thing. But everybody else is lovely, you know. Uh, and so, you go in for clubs of teas with your neighbours and all, or uh, no? I, I, I wouldn't be that kind of neighbour. No, just a nod. I'd say hello, how are you? And if if they stopped for a brief chat, you know, I'd I'd politely engage until I made an excuse, which is, listen, I've I've a scooter hole and I need to go. <laughs> no, I just I just say I need to get the dinner on or whatever, you know. 
miss an Irish spice burger for me lunch, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> spice burgers don't settle with you, do they, Gary? Pardon? They don't set. Is it is it spice burgers that don't settle with you, Mike? I love a spice burger out of the air fryer. I haven't had a spice burger in a long time. I think the last time I had a spice burger, I think we talked about this on the podcast before, where yeah, remember, we did, there was yeah. the whole thing about spice burgers nearly went into extinction. Yeah, yeah. I think I had one around that time just to, to, to you know, give myself a, a hot dose of nostalgia. Uh, but I haven't well, I'll tell you what you do the next time you're making a burger. Mm. Put a spice burger in half. Oh. Put it on your burger. Interesting. Mm. Tell, you, tell you what I had last week, lads, and I was fucking licking my lips over it. I had a, is it Wagyu or Wagyu beef? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Yeah, uh, a Wagyu beef burger, and it was fucking tremendous. Did yeah. you make it yourself? Like? Uh, well, well, we got, we, I didn't go and kill it. A particular breed of cow or that and ground. No, asked me how I made was, it. It, like, was it takeaway or? Oh, no, no, no I, d- I don't think the chippers of Port Leash have moved up to that kind of thing. <laughs> I think they're still operating with Was it a takeaway? They're still doing El Granby burgers, Graham. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, so, <laughs> but, no, no, it was uh, the, the, the butcher. The, uh, the butcher we go to here does Wagyu steaks and Wagyu beef and all that kind of or whatever you call I'm pronouncing that wrong, probably. I don't know. But Never heard of it. It's. Uh, it's that and Kobe beef, apparently, are the two. I've had Kobe steak before. Kobe steak, yeah. Japanese. Um, allegedly, they'd be the two superior types of beef, if you were to, to try and categorize. Are they expensive? Uh, we got, was it four quarter pounders for 12 euro? That's dear. Oh, yeah, for, for a burger, it is, but I think... Yeah. That's what they're saying about the quality of this pickle. And I'd be honest, lads, I'd, I'd pay it again. They were what you have on it. Um, didn't do a whole lot with it. Just a little bit of salt and pepper on it, and then cooked it. And um, yeah, just, just, just was it a brioche bun? Uh, no, it was a sesame seed bun. Oh, mm. cheese on it. Um, I did. I had a slice of Charleville mature red cheddar. I had a, a bit, it was a, a butterhead lettuce. I didn't have icebergs, so I used a bit of butterhead lettuce. Um, onion, white onion, not red onion. Red onion doesn't agree with me, and I, I leave that there. Um, drop a ketchup, drop a mayo, and um, a pickle. Oh, yeah, pickles vibe yeah. on a burger. Oh, absolutely. I, a pickle and toast, anyone who doesn't toast the bun can't be trusted. No, I'm, I really have to stop you there. Gary? <laughs> no. Okay, Listen, go on, talk, talk to me. I will not entertain a burger Bundeshaus. What? You, you sort of are wrong. Tells me two things. Tells me the bun isn't fresh. And it tells me that your patty has been lying there. And that's, the bun isn't toasted at all. You do not toast a burger bun. Absolutely not. Completely disagree with you. I find that if you don't toast it, the consistency of the bread is it's too much. It's too bready, if you will. Whereas when you toast it, you get that nice bit of a crunch in there as well. That complements the crunch of the lettuce as well as the onion. And it adds, to the, it adds to the texture. Absolutely not. No. The, the taste comes from the beef, but it's the texture that adds to the sensation. I know you've opened a fine dining school, a culinary school, Gary. I'm aware of that. And I know that COVID hit it one thing or the other, but the people at Arclow will support you, I'm sure. But if you're not toasting your bun, 
I don't think your school will go very well. That's all I'm going to say on that. Now, look, that's like mopping your floor first and then hoovering it. I'm not having it. <laughs> Graham, what would your opinion be if you were to make burgers now in the morning? Uh, toasted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let us know, lads. At WTS Pod, toasted or not toasted? Toasted you is need to this you is, need to put a survey out there. Toasted or not toasted. Now, here's one that I'm hoping you will agree with me on. Now, I know a lot of people like to do toast in the toaster for convenience and one thing and the other, but I'm a, I am I do toast in the grill because I only like a toaster on one side. Right? So <laughs> really? If, <laughs> why is that weird? John? Like, I just toast toaster on one side. That's how I go, right? But we got, we got into an argument. You went into an argument at the house there recently. If you were to toast bread uh, on one side, what side would you butter, lads? The toasted, the toasted side, side or the bread side? The toasted Graham, side. Toasted side. Thank you. Oksana Martinova is a fucking animal. And <laughs> and butters... She she does it the wrong way, essentially, lads. And and if anybody's listening to this that, that, that knows her, I want you to call her out on it, please, because... It's very difficult. To she to toast the weird way as well in the grill. Uh, no, well, she she'd prefer a toaster, but I won't have a toaster in the house. So Is she left-handed? She's not. No, she's not. <laughs> What's that got to do with that? Ah, uh, you know, a coordination issue. Yeah, you know who those those left-handed people are weird, Graham. You know yourself, but um, I'm a lefty, you prick. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, she 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 would uh she'd butter. The, the bread side and then fold it over so that you're biting into the toast as opposed to biting into the bread. What? I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. So can yeah. you say that again, Danny? So if 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 we make toast under the grill, so one side of your bread is toast and one side is just a regular bit of bread, right? Yeah. Oksana will butter the bread side and fold it over and, and so that the toasted bit is on the outside and you're biting into that first. I, I think the whole concept of I think the whole concept of just toast and one side of bread is crazy. No, it's absolutely not. It's much nicer. It's a real three stories thing. It is, yeah. Thank you. What are you saying about Laurel Avenue? Not that they toast only one side of their bread. It's all right then, so long as that's all you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to try this, Gary? Because I think I know what Alexan is doing. So if you butter hot toast, the butter melts, right? Yeah. But if you butter decide that it isn't toasted, the butter is still going to be a little bit cold and buttery, but you still have to crunch from the toast. All right. You're not you're not wrong. She does. She brings the word sogginess into the... And then I'd laugh like a child, but she does bring the word sogginess into the, the situation. Um, Where is the hot cross buns? Disgusting. Won't have, won't, won't have them in the house. I thought you had them in the air fryer, Gary. No, I said I must put one in the air fryer. All right, you didn't have one then, no? No, 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 no. Actually, Paul oh, Howard, ha- Paul Howard had told me to put um, flaked almonds in soup. Oh. So I done it there a couple of weeks ago. This is very, very good. Gives it a nice bit of crunch and texture. Yeah. yeah. Where uh, Oksana's taken to to? I'm saying this purely because she does the majority of cooking. Because she, in fairness. Wonderful cook, I have to say. Now, um, I I often give her scores out of ten, and she's consistently eight point five or above. Oh, very good. So, and yeah. she she does be disappointed. And if I say eight point five, she'll get upset. Like, do you do much cooking, Danny? Rarely for a three child <laughs> cook. 
But if if uh, if it's a special occasion, I I might cook. You know. Um, Are you a good cook? I I've got probably three four things that I can make really really good. Like He's four very things. Picky, Gary. I am quite picky. I'd I'd have four things that I I could make, and I'd be happy to put them in front of anybody, and they they'd at least be satisfied. They may not enjoy it, but at least be satisfied. But the majority of people, I'm sure, would enjoy it. So what's your signature dish? Um, Chef Adrian Martin's carbonara. Oh, I never took the carbonara. Yeah, so... Because you well, can make it, is it? No, we make it, all right. Go on ahead, sorry. Um, yeah, and then I make... I don't like calling it bolognese. I call it bollocksnaise because I do it completely different to the way you're supposed to do it. So I make spaghetti bollocksnaise. And so then, how do you make it? I like I I don't believe in this just you know using a bolognese like or a ragu or whatever and I'd be fucking whacking everything in it to get the flavors going. Absolutely, no, yeah. You know I I don't believe in this just tomato fucking nah fuck that whack a bit of everything in there get it going get different yeah. flavors I'd be frying up little bacon bits and everything and chucking them in and Jesus I couldn't be having just a bit of whatever and then throwing a jar of dalmio on top of it that's ridiculous yeah. carry on. You know, if you can you ever want, if you can ever do a, a sauce from scratch, it should you know. Well, this is it. You know what I mean. Tin, tin of chopped tomatoes. You should always have a tin of chopped tomatoes in your larder. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. Um, yeah Danny, do you a, have a, an a, a curry? A curry then would be my order. Sorry, Graham. You asked me about before dishes. I'll get on to your next question when I've answered this. Thank you. <laughs> um, a curry then would be uh, my next dish. I could do chicken or beef, but mostly chicken. I'd, I'll tell you a little secret, lads. Um, a lot of people will go for that just either the, the McDonald's curry powder to make the curry sauce or some people go for that Slimming World. It's not actually, I can't remember the name, Mayflower. Mayflower curry. Uh, Mayflower's rotten. I, personally speaking, I, I, I recommend the paste. I think it's Goldfish is the name of the brand. Uh, it's a curry paste and use that with a drop of the McDonald's curry sauce in it. But what you want to do when it's cooking Give it a little taste, and you'll know yourself once you take Graham. Can you take your finger out of your nose and have some respect, Graham? <laughs> He's fucking at it the last two minutes. <laughs> fucking hell. Jesus Christ, Graham. Any other guess? I not picking my nose. You two are just picking on me now. <laughs> You're like a fucking JCB there. Um, oh, oh, that's <laughs> you fucking that is This disgusting. is recorded. This is what recorded, Meryl. Tell about, lads. No, no, it's recorded, man. We have the video. That's disgusting, Brian. <laughs> what were you saying? Carry on. I was going put, to say... What put that you? up on your Tinder, you scumbag. Go on, Sam. <laughs> Do a little taste test, and you'll know by tasting it how much honey to add. People don't add honey to a curry. You should. Honey? To your sauce. It gives it a beautiful kick. Gary it's makes curry sauce from scratch, don't you, Gary? I do, yeah. Of course I do, yeah. Your curry sauce. Of course I do. I wouldn't I wouldn't be as uh, adept when it comes to the, the cooking skills as Gary would, to be fair. Graham, you, you, asked, uh, you asked me a follow-up question there. Could you repeat it for me, please? Yeah, Gary loves and swears by his air fryer. Do you have an air fryer? I don't. Thank you. Okay, we can move <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, Oh God, Gar, what would your signature dish be these days? I know it probably changes because you, you know, you just get... banquets, Danny. Yeah, exactly. banquets. Yeah, look, I do. Um, I do a fantastic Mexican banquet. Oh, um, or chicken fajitas. I'd, I'd be fond of making them now. Yeah, I like fajitas as well. Yeah, like yeah. I, there'd be a lot going on, and we get the big hats and all out. 
Yeah. Um, you don't get to be would you, would you ever be tempted, Gar, to buy a nacho hat? You know the hats that are actually made of nacho and you can just break a bit off and No, I must say does Bezos have them? I'll buy one off him. Do Bezos, yeah. Um, he's always the man for for the for the novelty. Danny definitely got one before. I did, I did, yeah. But yeah, no, I just uh, I, I like if if somebody was to say, right, you have to cook for the IRA and if it's not good, you're in big shit. I'd do it at a Mexican banquet. Yeah. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, well, I mean, they'd, the they'd, appreciate that. they'd appreciate that a lot more than a full English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. Gary, during the lockdown, you've been cooking a lot, have you? I cooked every day. I'd say bar two for three and a half months, yeah. Would you be the, the primary chef in... Yeah, 100%, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Gemma would freely admit that um, my my she her stuff is is, is her stuff. Um, <laughs> but I would uh, yeah, like, I, I I enjoy it. You know, I, like I I I would task myself. I would be fussy. Mm. Is that why you cook? Well, yeah. like I like presenting. Uh, food. like I'm not just giving you a dinner. I'm giving you an experience. Do you understand me? That's you see, I I yeah, I need to probably improve on that area. I'm very much about just get it on the plate and fill their belly. I, I haven't quite got to the point of giving people an an ex experience or giving them something to remember beyond the taste, you know? Yeah. Like if, if you're doing if I'm doing a Mexican <clears throat> I would generally make sure that the, the setting is quite dark. Um and I would have a uh, very very low in the background, like different gunfire. Yeah. So it makes it sound like there's, you know, a bit of bit of a row outside or whatever. Would would have you? And maybe you, you're, as I said, you're quite creative, Gar. So there's a good chance you've bet me to this. But have you tried staging a kidnapping mid dinner, a la the cartel interrupting? No, but that's a great idea. Great <laughs> idea. Why, 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 why are the lights dimmed, Gary? Well, the Mexicans wouldn't have great, real strong electricity or anything yeah, like that. Come on, Graham. Come on, for God's sake. That's a well-known thing. The rolling blackouts and everything in the, in their shanty towns or whatever they call it. I think they've only four and a half hours of electric a day in in something like eighty percent of the country. That's that's only the posh people, Gar. Oh. Yeah, that's only the posh Mexicans. Or as as Jeez. my as my mother pronounces it, Mexicans. <laughs> We were uh, we went to uh, Euro Disney a few years ago. My ma came with us and Gemma's ma. Yeah. And we're in uh, the airport in Paris coming home. And my ma goes, ma doesn't like getting on her burger, you know. So she goes up to the counter and she says, uh, can I have a tea and a plain burger? <laughs> now, these are French people behind the counter and they're just looking at her like, here she is, plain burger, plain. She's gone on for five minutes. Mad, these fuckers don't know what a plane burger is. They think you want a, a, a burger on the plane. <laughs> Jesus. No have way. You, have you ever done nothing embarrassing in a restaurant, Graham? Embarrassed? Um, don't think so. Okay. No. Well, apart from refusing to uh, probably pay for a bill. Mm. What, what are you on about? Is it true you made a scene in Toscana's and Dunleary where you opened with the line, do you not know who I am? 
and then you tried to get them to sponsor your trip to Rio by giving you a free dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's that's 100% true. And they did sponsor me, and I didn't go, and I spent the money in, in Teddy's next door. Fucking knew it. I knew it. Gar, have you ever had any embarrassing moments in a restaurant? Um, I wonder how we six out. Do you remember Rickshaws up near Baker's? Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember it for all the wrong reasons, yeah. We were in there one night, and... Uh, my dad was going up to pay the bill and there was like a little counter at the front of the shop, front of the restaurant. And he walked up to your one behind the counter and he, he joined his hands and bowed at him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He'd had a few drinks. I said, what is he doing, mother of God? Oh, for fuck's sake. He, he thought he was in China, God love him. And what did they say to him? Like your one was actually Irish, like Irish accent and everything. So you don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a play skill now. Is Rickshaws, it? is it? Yeah, yeah. I drove past it the other day. I hadn't been it. Now I was only ever in it once, and it wasn't very pleasant. I, I, Why? I just didn't enjoy it. And I, 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 people had told me when I was, I was, I went with. I went with work years ago, and when I was telling people I was going, they were like, "Oh, geez, I wouldn't go there." Really? I do, do you feel do you feel that gave you a preconceived notion ground that your food wouldn't be enjoyable? Possibly, but I don't usually care what people say about food, and unless it's like someone saying, "Don't watch a film; it's shit." I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Sorry, I'm, I'm watching the dogs go mental in the back garden here. I'm not sure what the the situation is at all now. There's a cat, is there? No, they've they've just decided to to just they they they, they run the perimeter of the garden. They'll chase each other and they'll jump over each other if one gets in the way. And then after they've done a couple of laps, one of them goes into the middle of the garden and does a poo. And it's as if <laughs> that's it then. They've got it out of their system and they come back in for a nap then. Jeez, Danny, with three dogs, they must poo an awful lot, do they? Almost as much as you, mate. <laughs> and where where do you put it? We, we're responsible dog owners, Graham. We, we bag it up and we dispose of it in the correct manner. Very good. Oh, the dual carriageway on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's people that that do that though. There's people that don't dispose of it properly in the parks and all. Oh, they just abs- absolutely sure. When we bring the dogs for a walk down here, the amount of dog toffees on the road that we see that are quite it's quite frankly it's it's wrong. Like well, like lockdown was a disgrace for dog shit because yeah. dogs were getting walked more than ever, but the fucking idiots weren't bringing bags with them. Yeah, that's right. You put true. it in your compost bin anyway. That's where it goes. See now, this is this is controversial. There's some county councils that will allow that, or some sorry, they're not the county council anymore. Some um, bin service providers who will allow that, and there's others who won't. I so, have no regard for bin service or bin service providers. I pay my twenty three euros a month, and I'll fill them with whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> and you you fill your your dog's poo uh, in the compost thing, do you? We, we don't. It goes, in, it, it goes into the compost bin in a in a in a bag which is com 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 compostable. <laughs> compostable. Yeah, yeah. Our, our bin service provider doesn't allow it, so um, we we don't put it into the compost bin. No, we do put it into the compostable bags now, but um, mm. yeah, yeah. So yeah. And how long does it take then, Gary, to form into ferment into compost? I don't know, should they collect a compost bin every two weeks? Oh, do they? they yeah. do. Yeah. Does everyone yeah. have a compost bin? Yeah, yeah. Well, what you should, yeah. Brown. Purple. Oh, well, everyone's brown. 
Is yours purple, Gary? Mine's purple, yeah. So is me hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking speaking of colours, Gar, you can now see we, we there was a bit of a tense debate in our WhatsApp group recently. You can now see the colour of the room there. Mm. Um obviously the, the, the door there in the background. What did, yeah. would you care would you care to comment? I like the colour. Um it is a good colour, strong colour. Yeah. Modern. Um, I can see where it would work with certain fabrics and stuff, but the fact that I wasn't consulted uh, to start the project would lead me to have no further comment on it. Would Would it make you feel better if I said that the decision was ultimately taken by Oksana? And I mean, I I would try to get her to consult with people, but she's very headstrong. Like yeah, you know, all those Russians are, and um, ultimately she she just made an executive decision to play on. Well, look, I, I'm I'm not going to be upset about it, but if it, this was to happen again, we we might have to. Well, we're considering we're, the the next phase of, of doing uh, doing the house up will be the uh, the hall downstairs and the kitchen, mm. and um, we're, we're considering um, going with a, a slight off white in in the hall, and then okay. the the kitchen a, a light grey, a very light grey. What would your thoughts okay, be yeah. on that? We've got a. But it will be. Our our cabinets are walnut and we have black tile. Um, yeah. Around the, the the splashback and around the cooker. Well, an off white and or a light grey goes with anything because it's not strong, yeah. as in in an absent colour. So that would work absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and 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 you'd be you'd be happy enough then if you were to walk into it. You, the the colour wouldn't upset your mood per se if you were to walk. No, in. no, not not if it was under those connotations now. Okay. Is it not too dark? Is what not too dark? His his Danny's new paint in the on the walls is not too dark for a bedroom. No, not at all. People seem to think that uh, darker tones bring in a room, but they actually don't. They can make them bigger. <clears throat> right. What's your next project, Gary, in the house? I have to get my bedroom done. I, I have to sand the top of my kitchen table and varnish it, which I'll be doing next Tuesday. And then I'll be painting my bedroom, and then uh, the property on the southeast will be fully completed um, for this year. And um, we were talking recently about the upsurge of back bars in back gardens. Are you going to pursue that? Oh, Jesus. There's a garden behind me, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's huge. And your man is dead handy, but he's building a bar at the moment. And it's absolutely fantastic. It's not, you know, tacky or anything. Fantastic roof. Fantastic build design. Gorgeous, solid timber. I actually put the fridge and a screen into it today. Um, it's absolutely be getting done. Uh, be getting done here. Definitely latest next summer. Fantastic. Graham, can I ask how Suggsy's getting on? Can we get an update? Need Suggsy's a puppy. He's doing puppy things, shitting, biting, pissing. He's good. Okay. Sounds like you want a night out. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting um, he's getting big though. You notice it very quickly, like. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say I seen I seen a photo that your dad put up recently, and I was like, Jesus, he's he is, yeah, noticeably, yeah. noticeably the bigger. Cute, the cute puppy features are kind of. 
not disappearing, but like you want to see him the other day. My man was leaving for work. He just sat at the door watching her and was doing the side face and all. The leaving. She was leaving to go to work, and he was he was just staring at her, kind of wondering what's going on. I love observing him though. I love when they have the back door open and he hears all the noises outside, and he'd leg it out to the back and just sit in the middle, and he was just kind of trying to sniff the noises. Or the mm. next our neighbours, the Kaiser. When Kaiser lets a bark, uh, Suggsy shits himself. Go away. Yeah, he shits. He legs it into the kitchen. Kaiser, I'm guessing that's a German shepherd, is it? Yeah, it is and all, yeah. It's a, it's a classic name, Kaiser, for a German shepherd. Yeah, it really it's like, is. It's like, it's like a boxer dog being called Tyson. It's that or kind George. Of or, or George, yeah. yeah. Dino Brown had a boxer called George. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's getting on grand. I'm, look, like, I'm looking forward to the biting to stop. But someone was telling me to enjoy the puppy years because... When he gets out of the puppy uh, stage, he doesn't give a shit about you. I know he will, but just yeah, it'll it'll be noticeably less playful and whatever, unless unless it's a lunatic. But you know, yeah, when he's out of the puppy phase, he'll have his own agenda, you know. So mm. yeah, mm. at that at that point, he'll just be looking to piss as high as he can on whatever he's marking to let the other yeah. dogs know he's king of the castle, you know. Well, he's he's biting the the chair that like my wheelchair upholstery is destroyed with him biting it. Well, to, to be honest, you're you're probably just using that as an excuse now after you made the mistake of buying a Bose chair. You're you're probably letting <laughs> him chew it so that you have an excuse yeah. to get a new one, are you? Just to get a new one, yeah. yeah. Trust you, me, you, they cost they cost enough. I don't want to be getting a new one. Are you doing a new one now? No, I only have that over here. Is that all? I feel like you've had it a lot longer. No, over the last last May, Jeez. last March. Jesus, it? feels a lot longer. Last March, thank you. Excellent. Seen the invoice for it, and it cost more than my first car. Lovely, lovely. Sure. What are you thinking about there, Gary? Money be no I'm object. Thinking, to you, I'm thinking that the IWA covered the cost of your chair. No, he did. What are you on about the IWA? Well, look at I was told by somebody who would know that it's, it's it that's in, it's interesting because I was told it was covered by the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> that's more plausible for for all for all the air quotes fundraising he did for the boys. <laughs> yeah, down the in. Um, Lads, but before we head off into the sunset this fine evening, um, is, is there not news of being watching on the Netflix that you'd recommend? I'm looking for I something love, new. I love uh, it's a 22 minute sitcom, Kim's Convenience. Oh man, I, I watched it. It's fucking hell. I love it. I love it. The the da or the the yeah, it is the da. Isn't it? It's not the yeah, the da is amazing. It's hilarious in it. Yeah, yeah I love it. it. But the new season's up on Netflix, and uh, I haven't got into it yet, but I will do. I also watched... There's uh, a new season up on Netflix? Season 5? Yeah. Season 5, I think, went up in May. Oh, fucking unreal. I'm going to go check it well, When was the last time you watched it? Oh, I can't remember. Months ago, I'd say. Uh, yeah, there was a new season up in May, I think. Um, I also got into Rust Bros Restoration. It's about uh, uh, a man in Canada... And he just restores cars and all. And right. he does it with his son and his best friend. And it's very funny. It's very one good. of those discovery documentaries, you know, when they're yeah, yeah. restoring cars. I like all those programs. 
What, what do you call them, Danny? Chewing chew gum for the brain chew, or something? Chewing gum for the brain, yeah. Stuff you can just flick on and... You know, you know what's happening there or thereabouts, but you don't have to sit there and watch in detail. It wouldn't be a Game of Thrones kind of where you're invested in it, you know? Absolutely. I love the new season of Queer Eye as well, as I haven't got into that yet. Gary Atten, you're watching? Yeah, if you like quick, punchy, sharp, one-line comedy, uh, Shit's Creek is good. I do. Like oh, Shit's yes, Creek. I need yeah. to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched um, The Last Dance, really enjoyed that. Yeah, oh, man, I'm still not over the fact that I, I watched it. I feel like I, I should have spaced it out more or something. I watched it too quickly, or do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna be just ten episodes for some reason. I thought it was gonna be more, and I fucking watched it too quick, and I regret it. I was brilliant. Yeah, come here. Do you, do you think it's a, it's a bit tainted that Jordan was the executive producer on it, as opposed to like this nah. last dance? It's about the Bulls, but it's, it's actually more about. If he got so much creative control about it, should it not be like about him? Should it not be the Michael I, Jordan documentary? No, because because when you think about it, if you take Michael Jordan out of that Bulls, none of that happened. Yeah, fair enough. You know, yeah, and but at the same time, they, there's a lot of people left out of it, and it's just it's. And he I, had, I did. He had uh, I agree with Danny. I, I think I do see. I understand your question, Mario, but I think he was that good. Yeah, absolutely that. unreal. Like ba- basketball is one of those sports where one person can be mm. be the be all and end all. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you mm. you take you take LeBron out of a team, or you take Kobe out of a team, you take Larry Bird out of a team. It, it changes them just there, there and then. You know what I mean? So like, I, love, I love when Robin went missing on a Monday night, and he ended up on Monday night with Hulk Hogan. Amazing, fucking yeah, amazing. he's unreal. Yeah, he's a character <laughs> that, lad. Um, but yeah, it was brilliant love, though. Didn't want love, the end. Love the last dance, and and yeah, I agree with Gar, what Gar was saying in that. Like, I get what you mean, but it's that whole thing of like, you know, history is always told by the victors, isn't it? You you rarely hear the the loser side of it or whatever. And if if you uh if you cross the wrong person, then you're gonna be expunged from the tale of events that people hear. Like, so. yeah. And look at it, if if Jordan wasn't the character that he was, you know, not that Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen wouldn't have achieved in his career what he did and apparently yeah. Scotty Pippen wasn't happy with it though with the documentary probably, yeah I, I could see why to be honest with you but I think at the same time I don't know just from like following the, the hashtags on, on Twitter and whatever and Instagram like there was definitely a lot of people who were showing a lot of love to kind of Scotty Pippen and saying that like you know while Jordan definitely was the catalyst Jordan needed Pippen more so than anybody else in that team Absolutely. Yeah, I think Jordan even said that himself, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, I love Kerr. Steve Kerr. That's like Steve that's Kerr. people sleep on fucking like if you look at Steve Kerr and the fucking dynasties he's been involved in basketball. Like so, the Bulls obviously, then the the San Antonio Spurs in the two thousands, and then the Golden State Warriors then when they went there. Like he's been involved in three or four like fucking. He, he's the coach there now is he? Yeah, he's yeah. Coach. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like he, when after the Bulls when he went on to to the different things, but like. That chap, he he clearly just has one of those brains for it or whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. fucking unbelievable. But he, he, looks, he, he looks like a bricklayer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. No, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. But uh, yeah, The Last Dance fucking brilliant. I love, yeah, I, was, I, I, I love a good sport documentary. Love a good sport documentary. Been watching a lot I of ESPN 30 for 30s. 
which one's your favourite then? Ah oh, man, there's, there's too many of them that are amazing, but I, I love Survive in Advance. I love, uh, what's the one about the, is it the Marinovich method? I think it's the Marinovich method. Uh, the two Escobars is unreal. Ah, oh, that's uh, unreal. No what's mass. What's the new Lance one like? The new Lance Armstrong I haven't, one like? I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. I've been watching other ones kind of building up to that one. I've heard it's very good. It's a two-parter, did, isn't it? Yeah, did you watch the baseball, uh, the battered bastards of baseball? Yeah, that, that, I don't think that was a, that wasn't a ESPN 30 for 30. I think that was an Netflix joke. Um, <laughs> Gary just demonstrating his new face mask for us there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed that. Actually, the best baseball one I've seen is, uh, I think it was, was a Catch in Hell, it's called, ESPN 30 for 30. And I can't remember what baseball thing it was. I think it might have been the Chicago Cubs, maybe, or the Red Sox. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, they uh, they hadn't won a, a series or whatever in fucking donkey's years, and they were on the brink of winning it. And uh, your man hits the ball. Their, their catcher is about to catch it, and some fella in the crowd leans over the barrier to try catch the ball as a souvenir. He misses the ball, disrupts the catcher. The catcher drops the ball. The other team get a home run, and they go on to lose the series. This fella, oh, has, this fella has to fucking like leave town, change his name. Just pe- no people like, was fucking nearly right. He had to get a police escort out of the fucking stadium and all. Like, Jesus. unbelievable! It's brilliant. If you, if you see it on anywhere, just catching hell. It's called. It's fucking brilliant. Watch it. Um, lads, I'd love um, I... I'd love Netflix to do a, a documentary on Roy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? You, what would you, you, think what would you like, like that, for it to cover? Pardon? What would you like it to cover? Like with like from from just the age? Yeah. Yeah, just just every just like the, the way they done the last dance, you know. And would uh Alex Ferguson be involved? Do you know what? Do you know what I was thinking during lockdown, right? If I won like ninety million on the Euro Lotto. Yeah. I'd pay Ferguson and Keane five million each to get them into a room and record it like a documentary or whatever yeah and see if they could make up and would the would the view of that be to have them make up well potentially but I you just think United fans crave them to be to be on good terms I don't know it's a bit like uh, we're all lucky in that our parents stayed together for years it'd be like your man dad breaking up and your next door neighbour's man dad breaking up and the next door neighbour gets with another person who you really want your ma or your dad to get with, you get me? <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's an analogy that I'm not going to disagree with in any way, shape or form. I love, it's the time, it's the time, it's the time in the season as well, lads, where the new football kits are out. I'm just watching West Ham, Chelsea here in the background and Chelsea has their new, have their new Nike kit and they're sponsored by a tree. Have you seen the new kit mm. from Celtic and Adidas? I've not no. seen any of them. No, no. Gorgeous. Do you like new kits? Uh, I'm not overly like I'm I'm thirty two years of age now. I don't get excited by football jerseys. Yeah, no, I, I I mean I'd always keep an eye for them, but I don't really buy them anymore. But you're gonna get a crest on your a hairless shin. You're also gonna get a sheriff's badge, Graham. It doesn't you know, it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> 
gentlemen, I've I've totally enjoyed this. You've you've given me a nice little midweek lift, and I'm hoping people listen to this. That it, it puts a smile on their face as well. Um, would would either of you two, gents, Gary, as you're the correspondent of Full Faith, need to be able to do this if you wish? Like to tell people where they can listen to all the preceding episodes to this one. You can listen to any of the award-winning WTS pods, over 200 of them now, on any podcast provider. You can listen to it on WTSpod.com. Or I'd like, happy to exclusively reveal that from the 5th of August, you'll be able to listen to any WTS pod podcast on all Aer Lingus flights. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad you revealed that, Gar, because Ryanair have been pestering me for weeks about this, so at least it's out, oh. it's out, it's out, it's out in the open now. Don't bring up Ryanair to shower the fucks. Yeah. Go on, Gary, you can have your rant about Ryanair. Go on. You just have, like, the, you know, I want a refund to keep sending you a voucher. They keep sending you a voucher. I want a refund, Michael. Fucking refund me. They're just like a lawn to themselves. As I said to you, Graham, they take your money in three and a half minutes and it's four and a half months to get it back. Yeah. yeah. I think, shit I, show. I think the, the airlines are going into the same sort of reputation as the insurance companies off the back of all this, aren't they? Yeah. yeah they, haven't, they haven't covered themselves in any form of glory at all. Um, you know, but like... They're, 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 they are a cartel. They're allowing to themselves, like the insurance companies. Mm. Um, the answer to nobody. This is it. This is it. Um, I, I would like to thank both of you for your time this evening, lads. And uh, just being sent something that I found amusing, so I'll share it, which is before we go. Liverpool have won the league, and the government are paying people not to work. Somewhere out there is a scouser with a lamp, a genie, and he's wondering what the fuck to do with his last wish. <laughs> and until next time clear eyes full <laughs> eyes can't lose it's free <laughs>